Welcome to Shining Bright with Serene Grace. Over the next hour, Serene, together with her guests, will inspire you to expand your mind, body, and spirit, and transform yourself. Now, here is your host, Serene Grace. Blessings, everyone. Welcome to today's program, Shine Bright with Serene Grace, on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America. I'm your host, Serene Grace. It is such a great honor to be here again today. I have a special guest by the name of Ashlea Hudson, owner of Mystical Awakenings with Ashlea. She is an intuitive empath. She began her spiritual journey at the tender age of 13 and currently practices Norse paganism. Since she started on her path, she became the editor of Throwing Bones, Deviation for the Moderate Practitioner by Atlantia Moonfire. She has performed readings at mystical and holistic stores, such as The Craft in Aiken, South Carolina, and The Witch's Key in Houston, Texas. She appeared at fairs such as Pagan Pride and Earth Fest in Augusta, Georgia, as well as the Soul Sister Fairs in Houston, Texas, and online as well. Through her specialization in throwing bones, her readings often include other mediums and healing modalities. Within today's episode, Ashley's Mystical Journey, a tale of spiritual enlightenment, we will be discussing her beginnings and progressions throughout her spiritual journey. Now, I'd like to welcome my guest, Ashley Hudson. Thank you, Serene. It's an honor to be here. And it is a joy to have you here, Ashley. So folks, I want to tell you a little bit about Ashley and I. Ashley and I are soul sisters, and we are best friends in the metaphysical holistic community. Uh, We go all the way back since 1994, and we have stayed in touch for many years. Then all of a sudden, our own metaphysical and holistic paths and journeys um, crossed about four years ago when I moved back to Georgia. And then all of a sudden, her and I decided to collaborate uh, some of our work together by working at Expos, especially for the Earth Fest in Augusta, Georgia, for the last few years during the pandemic. And since then, we've been um, doing Expos and any other events that may come up that would help people in the metaphysical and holistic community. So, Ashlea, please tell me where you are from and a little bit about your education and holistic metaphysical background. I am from Augusta, Georgia, and I have lived here almost my whole life. Uh, I moved to Atlanta for about a year in 95, and then at the turn of the millennia, I moved to Los Angeles, California, and I lived there for about five years, but uh, returned home in 2005. I am a certified nursing assistant. Um, I have a diploma in medical office technology. I have a certificate in graphic design, and I have a bachelor's degree in English. Holistically, I have a teaching certificate in osteomancy. Osteomancy. So can you please tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, Osteomancy is most commonly known as throwing bones, and it is reading bones, shells, and curios as divination. 
And along with other divinations, what do you add into other mediums or holistic modalities into reading bones? I do um, add oracle cards, runes, pendulum dancing, and bibliomancy to my divination services. Well, that sounds wonderful. When did you notice your spiritual gifts developing? I noticed my spiritual gifts developing at a very, very young age. I was um, probably three or four years old when I started noticing that I was an empath. And what is an empath? An empath is when you can feel what other people are feeling. You can um, you feel their emotions. You feel their energies. Sometimes you can tell from those energies that certain things are going to happen. Um, and also as an empath, I'm an empath myself. I sometimes not just feel other people's emotions, but I feel energies and environments and also from objects and pictures. Would you say that would be yourself as well? Yes. Um, objects, uh, definitely pictures, um, environments to a certain extent. Okay. Also, uh, when were you really, really in tune with your gifts? When um, I was 13 years old, I got my first deck of tarot cards. And I started getting more into divination. I also got my first Ouija board um, at that time. So I started getting in more into spirits and spirituality. Oh, really? Time. Especially with the Ouija board, usually kids start dabbling into that. And when they're in middle school and high school, I know I started doing that, but it was more fun without really understanding the spiritual um, entirety of how to work with a Ouija board. Right, yeah. You don't really, when you're that age, you don't really understand all of the consequences, so to speak. There's positive and negative consequences right. with the Ouija board. So were there any other gifts developing around that time when you were a teenager? I had prophetic dreams. So you say you had dreams and were you able to see certain prophecies and also sometimes dreams can be a gateway from the other side with loved ones or pets or other uh, spiritual realms that can come through our dreams did you have any experiences with that i did um i i have had dreams of my grandmother coming to me Okay. She has. Okay. Have you ever experienced astro traveling um, at a young age? No, not at a young age. Did you ever experience that as you mature in your spiritual journey? I did. I have, yes. Okay. Now, moving forward, who were your influencers or teachers in your spiritual path? Adelana Moonfire uh, was. Um, a big teacher of mine. Uh, she taught me osteomancy. Um, then uh, another teacher of mine was um, Kurt Hoogstra. He was. Uh, he taught me um, the runes. 
and another teacher and a wonderful friend of mine um, was Joseph Zukowski. Uh, he introduced me to Asatru, or North Paganism. So with North Paganism, you're very involved in that community. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes. Uh, North Paganism is basically they follow the old Norse gods who are Odin, Thor, Freya, Freya, um, and and the like. Um, they believe in the nine realms. Um, it's uh, about breath. Currently, how do you continue to grow spiritually in your northern paganism? Well, North paganism is the religion of education, basically. You're constantly studying and reading and learning and growing. I know when I work with you at Expo, especially at Earth Thus, you bring a lot of your materials of Northern Paganism to that Expo because you have a large community of people there that find that your information or what you do in your community be very interesting. Yes. Um, there, there, there is a large group of um, Northern pagans here in Augusta. Well, that's fascinating. Now, you are the owner of Mystical Awakenings with Ashlea. How long have you been doing this? I've been um, doing this for about four years, maybe a little longer. And what do you specialize at a mystical wakings. Um, the specialty is osteomancy. And with your clients, how have you evolved with them and also your audience online? Well, um, I started out uh, just doing and offering readings, but then I started also teaching and offering classes. And I would see that, like, for instance, you would do that on Facebook Live? Yes. And you would usually do a Facebook Live and you would give free readings that way for people to sample your line of work. And also, you would also teach there as well. Yes. And how has that experience, um, by using social media, has grown uh, with you, with your business? Oh, social media is an awesome outlet um, to help uh, bring awareness to people. And with that said, you also use TikTok, Instagram, and you have your own website? I do. What is the name of your website? Mysticalawakenings.net. Okay. And do you have any upcoming... Um, classes that you're going to be doing around the fall or winter of 2022? My classes are actually individual. Oh, they're individual, so they're not grouped. So it's better to do an individual versus group? 
It, I feel it is because I think it's more personal and I feel like the client can learn better on a one-on-one basis. So Ashlea, you were once an editor for a book called Throwing Bones, Deviation for the Monarch Practitioner by Elantia Moonfire. How did you get involved with that project? Well, I went to a workshop many years ago uh, for Throwing Bones, and Atalanta was the teacher, and then she became my personal teacher. When We became great friends, and when she was writing the book, she d- told me that she was looking for an editor for her book, and I told her that I was... Or that, or rather that I had a bachelor's degree in English and that I was an editor for a magazine. She was delighted, asked me if I would take on the project and I happily agreed. Well, that's wonderful. And when you took on the project, what did you learn about yourself from it? And also, did you learn anything more about throwing bones? I did, uh, about myself. I learned that to be patient. Ah, patience is a virtue, isn't it? It is. It really is. Yeah. And I did learn more about learning bones. Um, the book uh, was very detailed. It was. So I learned a lot during that project. And you said that she became a good friend, but also she was one of your mentors, right? Oh, yes, yes. She she is still one of my mentors. And as you evolved uh, with that project, you also became involved with uh, your business and throwing bones and teaching people to to throw bones. Are you working on any future um, projects on uh, developing, like, write other books of your own? Not of my own, but I am. Looking at editing more books. Oh, do you have any um, projects coming up in that, or is that still working out on the on the back back end? Adelana is working on her second book right now, and she's going to ask you to edit it. She already has. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> well, that is wonderful, and you know, I think that brings more to the uh, evolving in your spiritual journey. And you never know what will open up because I see you also as a writer yourself having your own books in the future. I have thought about that. I have. And I want to say, if you were to write your first book, what would it be on? There's so much it could be on. I don't know. I would have to, I would have to narrow it down. But what's the first thing that comes to mind? Use your intuition. Because so, you know our intuitions, our, our internal compass is a powerful tool. But what is the first thing that comes in mind with your intuition if you were to write a book? Shadow work. Shadow work. Why shadow work? It was just intuition. Maybe, well, maybe, because, maybe because it's something that I need. And it could be healing for you as well because when i think of shadow work shadow work it goes not just say oh we're working on all the pauses we're also looking at parts of us that are fractured um things that we've had in our um upbringing uh, in our current lifetimes and it also can be from past lives 
you know, people have a tendency of believing past lives. And then sometimes past lives, themes or tendencies come in this lifetime where we kind of still work on ourselves on a spiritual level in our current lifetime. But with shadow work, it kind of goes beyond just what you know logically. It goes in the subconscious and you go really deeper in things that you try to avoid, but then you really come into a place of really working on your inner self and 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 then it comes very liberating in a in a healing aspect and also spiritual advancement. Would you agree on that on some level? I do agree that I've had past life uh, regression done twice. Really? Well, that has to be fascinating. What was one of your past lives? I was a young boy. A young boy? Yeah. And what time period? She she pinpointed it to be like the 1800s. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Like Civil War time? Uh Pre. Pre-Civil War. Wow. And from that experience, did you find yourself kind of healing in the moment? I did. Okay. Now, we are going to take a brief break from the show. I am Shine Bright with Serene Grace. I shall return. Please stay tuned after a few commercial breaks. Ready to shift your outlook and find your shining purpose in life? Are you seeking to empower yourself and create a positive impact within today's world? Everyone has a sparkle within them that has a divine imprint to follow with free will and choices, along with divine guidance. These factors together will help you on the journey of life and lead to awakening the inner you that can shape your future in an empowering way. Join our host, Shining Bright, with Serene Grace, with each episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and start the journey today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Shining Bright with Serene Grace. We hope you're ready to transform yourself and awaken the inner you. Now, back to the show with Serene. Welcome back, everyone. I am Shine Bright with Serene Grace on Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now back with my guest, Ashley Hudson. Ashley, you've had some experiences working out of metaphysical and holistic stores, especially one in Aiken, South Carolina called the Craft. Please tell me a little bit about that. Well, I did work at the Craft on a couple of weekends. Uh, I was throwing bones there doing readings for some clientele. I did get a couple of return clients. And also in Augusta, Georgia, you have worked Pagan Pride. Pagan Pride is very much like Earth Fest, which you and I have worked together. Yes. And so we go back uh, earlier. I mentioned that Ashley and I have worked at Earth Fest for the last few years during the pandemic. And we had enjoyed collaborating where uh, we would have a, a tent that we would share where she would be in one end of the tent throwing bones 
and doing other modalities. And then I'll be at the other end, being me transformation into a life coach and spiritual medium. And we had this great synergy of working together uh, during Earth Fest. And we made a lot of wonderful uh, connections with new clients and also um, other business opportunities that gave us exposure um, in Augusta. Uh, with that said, I think, what was your favorite Earth Fest in the last three years? My favorite Earth Fest was probably the one that was at the Nature Center. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. That one was like a Renaissance um, feeling. It was outdoors, and uh, it was at a beautiful location. And... It actually was, I think, when people were starting to come back out. And I think it was in um, 2020. Was it in 2020? Yeah. It was in um, fall of 2020. And it was at the nature store. And it had this whole renaissance effect outside. And it brought a lot of people out. And it was it was a big event. And uh, we had a wonderful time. Yes, we did. Now, you have worked out of other metaphysical and holistic stores uh, across the country, especially in Houston, Texas, for the Witch's Key. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, I went to the Witch's Key on one time for the Soul Sisters Fair last year. Uh, I do... I am on the Witch's Key website to do readings through online. I've seen that. Yes. Especially when you have it on um, your your Facebook page and also on your website. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. And also, when are you going to do another Soul Sisters Fair in Houston, Texas? I don't have one planned coming up. Um, I have not heard that there's going to be another Soul Sisters Fair, but hopefully they will be having one. And if they do, I would love to do it. Now, speaking of other uh, expos, are you doing any future expos uh, in 2022 and 2023? Any upcoming ones? None that I have planned. Uh, but if one does come up, then you'll let me know. Then we'll we'll tag team together, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> what would you say is the most important part of your spirituality? The most important part of my spirituality is ancestor ven- veneration. What is ancestry veneration? Ancestor veneration is when you honor the family members of that that came before you. What would be an example of that? I uh, your 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 parents, your grandparents, your great grandparents, your great great grandparents, anybody that you are descended from that has passed on. So it's like your soul tribe, right? <laughs> and with that said, uh, how has that nurtured your spirituality today? It gives me a 
sense of the importance of family. And is there anything else that you incorporate your spirituality? Um, of course, uh, I incorporate the, the gods. Uh, I incorporate uh, the northern craft, the northern paganism. Yes. And how would that be? Well, um, I have three separate altars. I have one specifically for my ancestors. I have one specifically for the gods, for the Norse gods, um, to honor them. And uh, I, then I have one for uh, my, um, what I call my working altar for my witchcraft. Well, now, today, when people hear the word witchcraft, do people have a... a not a good interpretation of what it is. There always seems to be a stigma on that word. Can you explain what today's witchcraft is and, and people involved in the community? It's basically honoring the earth, honoring the spirits of the earth, Honoring the moon, the planets, the stars, the universe. It's um, the workings that we do are basically like physical prayers. Um, so when I'm doing a spell, <clears throat> it's like instead of saying, please bring me the money so I can get a new car. I'm actually physically putting herbs together and crystals together to try to manifest that money for myself. So it sounds like uh, when you say spell, people have a misinterpretation of what spells are. You know what I mean? Especially the way... Uh, Hollywood or, you know, people view that in a, in a different interpretation. But like you said, when you're doing it, it's it's more not just a physical, but it's also a spiritual element connected to your soul. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And what else would you say about your spirituality so people can understand it better? Anything else you want to add to that? Not really. I I'm not sure. Would you say that in your form of your spirituality, you're not judgmental. You're very open. You're, you, you're free of bringing different walks of life in your spirituality and also in your community. Oh, of course. Yes. No, I'm, I'm not judgmental at all. No. no. Very open and loving. And that's the kind of community that you are involved with. Exactly. And when you look at some of your um, past upbringing, uh, do you have a Christian background? I do. Um, I was raised Southern Baptist. Oh, wow. So it's, it's like a different compare and contrast there, right? Very different. Now, do you still practice some of your Christianity roots? I do not. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And 
But also people need to understand with your background, you're, you're friends with different walks of life. You know, people who, who may be Jewish and maybe a different forms of Christianity, uh, who may be more spiritual than religious. You might be a friend who is an atheist. And, and with that said, um, how do you feel, uh, your spirituality can do for others in the world? I think that my spirituality can help open their minds a little. Um, I, not that there's anything wrong with what they do. You know, I, I would never try to change anybody. But I just feel like uh, my spirituality can... Um, help ease some fears, ease some anxieties, um, bring a little bit of peace of mind. Right. It's like for myself, I, I was brought up uh, Protestant Catholic, so I do have my Christian roots, and I still go to church, I, but I go to different churches, but I consider myself more spiritually than religious. And then when people ask me, like, well, you do all the 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 psychic stuff or, you know, all the other things are holistic. I say to people, I don't really put a label on myself or my spirituality. Like I'm more spiritually than religious or I'm eclectic. Like once time you told me that, like I embrace different elements of different forms of spirituality. And that's how I feel comfortable. And I feel like I could be myself. And like you're saying with you, you are in your own spiritual framework where you feel like you could be alive feel liberated that's when you feel like you you don't shut down you could be who you are and you're like a beacon light to the world (laughs) now with that said um on a final note on that topic what positive impact would you say that you would leave with someone with your spirituality when you work with people in your line of work well the positive impact is when I've worked with a client, they usually leave either happier or more relaxed or validated. Yeah. And have you ever had clients um, when you your attention is to help them? Um, with your line of work and also for your spirituality, have they ever had a negative reaction towards you? And then later they come back asking for your help again and say, Hey, you know, the stuff that you were trying to help me with, I had to think about it and I may have overreacted, but then you were right. Have you ever had clients like that before? Yes. I have, I have had negative clients before. Definitely. Then, with that said, have any of those clients became some of your students where you teach them your line of work and throwing bones? No, that hasn't happened yet. No. But uh, but overall, you've had repeated clients come back to you because like, sometimes when I feel like I work with clients, they kind of test the waters with me. And then, you know, I would tell them always have, you know, an open mind, food for thought. You never know whatever information I give you might be useful for the future. And they would like say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden they will come back to me 
like it might be months later or a year later, you know, when you said that, that actually came to be. And then they say, you know, but you, but what you told me was truth, but I had to still walk my path of what for me to, to, to live my life. Because I think everyone has like uh, life lessons with our soul contracts or karmic lessons that are connected maybe from past lives into this lifetime. I mean, it's, it's, it's very open to discuss that other kind of conversation, but with our line of work, when you work with people and I work with people, I mean, we're basically just giving them guidance, um, some kind of like positive, if it's reinforcement, positive validation, uh, or just that guidance to help them make their own choices. Because at the end, it's still about free will and choices. Right. Would you say that? I would, yes. Yeah. Now, we are going to take a brief break from the show. I am Shine Bright with Serene Grace on Voice America Empowerment Channel. I shall return. Please stay tuned after a few commercial breaks. Ready to shift your outlook and find your shining purpose in life? Are you seeking to empower yourself and create a positive impact within today's world? Everyone has a sparkle within them that has a divine imprint to follow with free will and choices, along with divine guidance. These factors together will help you on the journey of life and lead to awakening the inner you that can shape your future in an empowering way. Join our host, Shining Bright, with Serene Grace, with each episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and start the journey today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Shining Bright with Serene Grace. We hope you're ready to transform yourself and awaken the inner you. Now, back to the show with Serene. Ashley, within the world today, how can spirituality help others awaken to heal and grow within themselves? What are your thoughts? I think spirituality can help people release their trauma. I think it can help people open their minds. I think it can validate people. I think it can do a world of wonders for people. I I think ever since the last couple of years during the pandemic, would you say there's been a a huge spiritual shift in humanity. Now for myself on a intuitive level, I felt like the world, regardless of what's happening on the positive spectrum and then all the chaos with all the recent world events, people are more interconnected to feel the energy of others around the world. And, it's, it's, and it seems like to be more of a, a domino effect spiritually as well. Yes. Well, well, uh, I think part of that is because so many of us are all feeling the same thing. And that said, I feel like also 
we may be going into another spiritual shift in maybe the next couple of years. Do you feel like that? Because I feel like now with all the world events happening, if it's in Ukraine, if it's things happening, you know, with climate control, uh, you know, women's rights and anything else that's happening on a, on an economic level, uh, I still feel that humanity is trying to work through the first time in a long time, since I say World War II, uh, trying to work through all these major collective uh, events. And then when you're still trying to worry about your own life individually, it's hard because I feel like there's a lot more negative stigma energy out there and it's hard to work through all that because it's so dense it's so a lower vibration and then when it, when you then come back to a more spiritual element of yourself or with your spirituality you try to live more in the moment to work through anything individually and collectively in the world but it's not a very easy task and i feel like with yourself don't you have things where you incorporate in your daily routine spiritually to help you cope, help you um, understand the things happening in your world and the world around you? I meditate every morning. And when you meditate every morning, what does that evolve with your meditation? What does it involve? Yes, like for instance, like if I was to meditate, I would add music in the background. I would sage. I would, you know, do it maybe uh, some mantras for five minutes. What would be your routine? I have, uh, I have, I, burn, I do burn incense. I do not use music. Um, uh, I have a very quiet environment around me. Um, I use a crystal bird. Oh, crystal grid. Yes. So what do you mean by crystal grids? What do you mean by that? It it's a um it's a design and you put the crystals in certain places to let off certain energies. Like vibrations. So vibrations. And also clear any blockages. Energy. Now Folks, I want to let you know that I'm also a Reiki practitioner, so I'm what consider an energy worker, and I deal with crystals. Um, it's called crystal therapy, or however you want to put a label on that. So, with crystals, crystals have certain properties that have certain elements that people are drawn to that have, on many levels, a physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and to level. And um, with that said, sometimes, you know, it's like people, if they were wearing a, a cross or have a rosary or maybe a certain object that has a, a religious or a spiritual um, energy on it, people somehow, and this is along with crystals, uh, get something positive out from that. Am I correct about that? Yeah. And when people get a positive uh energy exchange from whatever objects or crystals that that may be uh it helps with clearing energy blocks it helps with um keeping a quiet relaxing mindset um releasing old energies and also just um balance out your own currents of energy called chakras which you look like a rainbow prism right right <laughs> we all have a rainbow in us and and um 
it, it that's something that is something we you know people include in their line of work and you can include that into your meditation you can even carry crystals with you in person you can put them around your house you can put them at work am i right about that you are yeah now everyone has a different daily routine when it comes to working through like i said it's everyday stuff that we're dealing with and not just meditation or different forms of prayers or affirmations or mantras, but also I think movement's very important, like exercising, getting out to nature. It could be anything. Would you say so? Yeah. What would you do on a physical level that'd be good for you and nurturing your soul? I like to walk. Um, I get out in the neighborhood. That's good. So Mother Nature. Yeah. What was your last hike? Huh? What was your last hike? Oh, my last hike. Um, my last hike was probably a couple of months ago. But I am going. I'm I'm going camping. Um, at the end of September. So I'll be going hiking again. All right. You know, one of my favorite places, I love to go up into uh, Asheville, North Carolina, um, the mountains up there. I think they're called the, the Black Mountains. Am I correct about that? Up in Asheville, North Carolina? Um, anyway, I feel that up there, I feel a good way of releasing my energy where I, I elevate myself up in the mountains. And that usually clears my energy fields of myself and I come more centered. So, and that's like what you're doing. You're going to be doing with the camping. You'll be grounding with Mother Earth and being around all the elements. How do you see yourself and a mystical awakenings with Ashley in the future? Well, I am currently trying to expand into bringing product on on onto the website what kind of products uh spell bottles customized spell bottles and what does that include in that is like a, a you can choose whether you want a pendant or a keychain and it's a small little bottle, and it has herbs in it. That's wonderful. And also, do you put your own energy, your own blessing on it? I do. Okay. And could it just be just for one thing, for spirituality, or can it be for many other things? It can be for more, more, more than one thing. As if in? You, like, if you want prosperity and... Uh, um, prosperity and luck or abundance abundance yeah good health yeah friendship yeah love uh -huh. who's my soulmate <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else of how you're going to expand with your business how are you going to work with other uh business connections to help you expand i haven't thought that far but i would love to have the opportunity to do that. Like yeah. I would say this, doing the show with me is a business opportunity to expand your business. Yeah. So that's why we're here because <laughs> we're soul sisters and we're here to have great synergy and to uplift one another. Right. Right. So, and how can people contact you, Ashley? Well, uh, I have 
my website. It's mysticalawakenings.net. I also am on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash mystical awakenings Ashley. I am on TikTok at mystical underscore awakenings. I am on Tumblr at Ashley H. I am on Instagram at Ashley Hudson. Wow, you are all over the place, aren't you? So um, that's wonderful. And I think it's always important that we find different ways of how we market ourselves as we go along. Do you have any new uh, market strategies that you could be uh, also adding into promoting your business? I am looking into new venues. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, we'll keep that uh, a secret until you're ready to announce that. But it's always important when you're a business person or you're, you're doing this line of work, you're always going to find different ways to uh, be flexible, changing your, your business uh, strategy and how you promote yourself. Would you agree with that? I do. Yeah. Also, do you still uh, invite people that you work with in the holistic community to mentor you in, in helping you expand your business? Yes, I have um, several different people that are trying to help me. Um, I also have a workshop that I'm looking into taking. Taking what? Well, it's a, a workshop called Discovery. It's to help people in business. and That's wonderful. So it's always good to have um, those uh, business outlets and people to mentor you as you expand. And I know we're about to come to the end of our show. So I want to ask you, Ashalia, uh, what positive sparkle can you leave behind with our viewers before we end today? What are your final thoughts on spirituality and you? Well... Everybody has little magic in them. They just need to let it out, awaken that mystic inside of them. And that's beautifully said. And uh, I got to say that I have appreciated having you uh, on my show. Um, I have worked with Ashley, uh, for like I said, for the last few years, collaborating at um, Earthfest. And I have enjoyed you collaborating with the show. It's been a lot of fun. It's been spiritually expanding. It's It's been um, nurturing of the soul. And it just shows how our friendship keeps spiritually evolving too, because we're soul sisters. And we never know where life's going to take us. Sure. So folks, um, I like to end the show um, with a lot of love and light. And Ashley, do you have any final words? Love and light. And thank you so much, Serene, for having me here. It's been a pleasure and so much fun. Yes, it has been a pleasure. And we have had a lot of uh, little giggles uh, for ourselves as well. Yeah. So this is where we are uh, on a platform to be um, our authentic selves and bring out the inner light and little magic of ourselves as well. Again, people, I'd like to thank you um, 
for listening to me. I am Shine Bright with Serene Grace uh, on Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please look forward to um, future shows and other guests that I will be bringing on. Again, it's been a uh, delight to um, talk and I am sending a lot of peace and light and have a blessed week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shining Bright with Serene Grace. We hope we have inspired you today and helped you on your journey to awaken the inner you, the empowered you. Until we talk again, have an enlightening week. Thank you.